Good morning, everybody. Happy, what do to say? Today is Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Great to be with all of you here on this beautiful Wednesday morning. Thank you for joining me here today. I want to acknowledge extraordinary you because the fact that you're here right now, you're putting yourself in the best mindset possible so you can have a great day today. And I want you just to check in with yourself. How are you doing on the self-acknowledgement? How do you talk to yourself? Do you talk to yourself about how amazing you are and how extraordinary you are and the difference that you're making in the world? Or do you put a magnifying glass on all the areas where you're falling short? Um, not too long ago, I had a, a Zoom meeting where I was the guest speaker and uh, it didn't make it onto my calendar. So there was like, I don't know, 20 people waiting for me to be the speaker. And uh, the guy that asked me to speak, of course, I wasn't there. I no-showed. And when we had booked it, it never made it onto my calendar. So I'm out driving around, <laughs> having a good old day. And I get this text or a Facebook message. He's like, bro, where are you? I'm like, What? Eric, you're supposed to be, I got a group of people who are waiting for you. And I was, like I said, out driving. There was no way for me to deliver on that Zoom in that moment. And so I I had to tell him, I'm sorry, I, I can't make it. And so it was a no-show. And uh, that's, that's a pretty big screw up. You know, you're letting down the person that was promoting me to all these people. He's telling everybody how you're going to love what Eric has to say. And I don't even show up. So... How do you process that when there's that level of a screw up? And what I chose to do was acknowledge the fact that I didn't show up. I wasn't in denial about it, but I certainly didn't dwell on it. And I chose to put my focus on the other 15 things I did that day to make the world a better place. I did not put a magnifying glass on my obvious screw up. So what do you do as you go through your day? Are you focused on all the areas where you're falling short? Or are you focusing on all the things that you're doing that's amazing? Like being on this call. You being on this call, it's not amazing because I'm leading the call. It, it could be anybody leading the call. It's the fact that you're here with intention. The fact that you're here says, I want to have the best day possible. And I believe by being on this call in this moment, live a recording, this is going to help me do it. So great job for being here today. I've got five ideas we're going to cover in a short amount of time. This is our last call covering the Napoleon Hill series. No call tomorrow. We will meet again on Friday. And then in the month of February, we'll meet every Friday at our normal time and all the calls will go up on the, the podcast, the YouTube channel, et cetera. So we'll go down to once a week. So my first tip, people will come to me in coaching and they'll say, I'm feeling overwhelmed. It's a very common way people express themselves. I'm feeling overwhelmed. And it makes sense. You know, nowadays with social media and the smartphone, and AI and how much information we have coming at us. You know, go back 20 years ago before, and I don't even know if we had, 
uh, well, we didn't have smartphones back then. We probably had flip phones or whatever it was. But the point is this. 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, people didn't have access to you 24-7. You know, right now in the middle of the night, somebody could send you a social media message or they could send you an email. And we're getting, you're probably like me, you're on multiple social media platforms. And it's it's essentially impossible to keep up with everything because there's so much happening. So it makes sense of why somebody would feel overwhelmed with all that's going on. And being overwhelmed is not going to be your most productive state. So what I'm suggesting is if you're feeling overwhelmed, your performance is predictably going to go down. So with all this information coming at us, how do we stay out of overwhelm? And here's how I do it. There's no overwhelm in the present moment. So right now I'm on my computer at 749 in the morning. I got my two feet on the ground and I'm present with you, all of you live here on, whether you're on YouTube or Facebook, all these platforms, but I'm right here right now. I'm not in my head thinking about the day. I'm present right now. I'm not overwhelmed in this moment. And I've got a very full day. I probably have 10 appointments today and all kinds of stuff I got to do. And I could put myself in overwhelm, but I'm not by putting my two feet on the ground and getting in the present moment. So anytime you ever feel overwhelmed, just put your two feet on the ground and get in the present moment. And you'll likely experience what I experience. Instant, no overwhelm. Why, why does that matter? Because I'm going to be more productive in the mindset of being in the present moment than being in the mindset of overwhelm. Okay, and I think I talked about this, this idea yesterday. It's one of my all-time favorite personal development ideas. It's one of the greatest ideas ever created. And it's telling yourself this suggestion, do the next right thing. Do the next right thing. When you say to yourself, do the next right thing, and then ask yourself the question, what's the next right thing? The next right thing for me is to, to complete this call with enthusiasm. And then this call will be done. And then on Wednesdays, I'm on my Blue Coast call. So I lead that call. So I'll hop on that call and I'll lead that call with enthusiasm. And then when that call is done, I get to take uh, my daughter to school. And my daughter's graduating high school early. So she graduates <clears throat> next Tuesday is her last day. So I take her to school just about every day. So I only get to take my daughter to school five more days. And then that'll be done. And I'll never have the opportunity. This is my fourth, my fourth one. And it's kind of a historic moment in my life where I'm not going to be able to do that again. But I'm able to do it today. So we'll have a nice little chat in the car and I'll drop her off at school and then whatever I have next. And I will go through my day and I will perform at a high level because I'll be focused on doing the next right thing. I won't be in worry. I'm not going to worry today. I'm not going to be stressed. And, and by the way, worry and stress is it's where you put your focus, Right. I can get worried. I can put my mind on stuff that worries me. Or I can put my mind on things that are productive. 
And I'm going to experience wherever I put my mind. Your thoughts, wherever you focus them, is going to impact how you feel. Just like if you imagine a, a nice lemon, you got a lemon and you're going to cut it in half. And I want you to imagine this cut in half lemon. And you're going to put it up to your mouth and you're going to bite into that lemon. Okay. Your mouth probably has saliva in it right now from that thought of biting into that juicy lemon. That's the power of thought. You make yourself salivate by thinking an idea. It's wild. If you really think about that, like I can imagine biting into this lemon and my mouth starts salivating. Okay. So wherever you guide your thoughts is going to impact how you feel. So if you're, if you've been stressed lately, if you've been worried, if you've just noticed, well, what are the thoughts that are creating that? And if you don't want to be in worry and stress and anxiety and whatever else you're feeling, then put your thoughts somewhere else. And on a side note, some of you, you have thoughts that you're you're uncomfortable with, like anxiety, and you're turning to uh, drugs and alcohol to numb that thought. And I understand it. You don't want to feel the thought. It's not a pleasant thought in your body. So you want to get rid of the thought, but it doesn't get rid of the thought. It just like hits the pause button. Like if you're playing music on your phone and you hit the pause button, right? And then you go about your thing and then you hit the unpause button and then the music comes back on. So you could have an unpleasant thought called anxiety, whatever. And I'm going to go have a beer and I'm going to, but the, the intention behind the beer is to get rid of that anxiety thought. The problem is you just hit the pause button. And what happens when the beer wears off? You got that anxiety thought right there again. I This is my opinion. This isn't, I'm not saying this is how you should do it. I'm just telling you how I do it. I don't go to, I'll occasionally drink, but I don't drink to get rid of a thought. I don't smoke weed at all, but if I, I'm not some people are smoking weed to get rid of a thought, not as a criticism, just something to take a look at because I would rather stay in that feeling because that pain's going to motivate me. Maybe that pain's going to motivate me to get my fitness going, or maybe that pain's going to motivate me to let go of resentment, or maybe that pain's going to motivate me to increase my prospecting. I think there's certain pain that's good. And the last thing I want to do is put the pause button on it and then it's just there when I wake up the next day. And then I'm right back to that beer or that joint. Okay, back to our message. Number three, focus on what you want to create. This all has to do with where are you putting your mind? And I've done it both ways. I've focused on what I want. I've focused on what I don't want. I created homelessness with my mind. There was a time when I was younger where I literally was living in my Honda Civic. I had a Honda Civic hatchback and I'd put the, the seats down in the back and I would sleep in the back of my Honda Civic. And that was my home for a bit. And I created that with homeless, I created that with thought. I focused on how crappy my life was. And I focused on the fact that I felt like I was a failure and out of being a failure, and focusing on that, I created myself to be homeless. I didn't ever need to be homeless. That was not necessary. So 
just like that biting into that lemon and feeling that salivation, you, if you're focusing on fear-based things, it's not that it's wrong. It's just, it creates a certain way. So when I was creating from a place of I'm a failure, it produced homelessness. It produced separation from my wife. It produced bankruptcy. It produced my Honda Civic got repoed. Those things showed up in the real world from my mind being I'm a failure, which I wasn't. But that's where I put my thinking. Idea number four is to create a written plan for the day. Write down your intentions. Write down your to-dos. Write down your priorities. And then idea number five is called baseline strategy. And what it means is in sales, you have a sales baseline, and that's everything that you're currently doing to produce the results that you're currently producing. So let's say you're making 8000 a month in your sales income on average. Your baseline is everything you're doing to make the eight grand. Baseline strategy says keep doing what's making you the 8000 and then add one new idea, one new strategy. Thus, you're able to produce a greater result. So let's say you're not getting referrals. You're making eight grand a month. You're not getting referrals. So we would add referrals to your baseline. And then that would, in theory, increase your income. Let's say you're not planning your day in writing, but you're making eight grand. Keep doing what you're doing to make the eight, add plan your day in writing. Let's say your thinking has been going into fear lately and worry, and you're but you're still making the eight grand. Okay. Keep doing everything you're doing to make the eight grand and get your mind out of fear and worry and get your mind focusing on what you want to create. Next thing you know, you're making 10 grand. You have the ability to get better. Future you says, future you, it's a distinction. Future you says there exists in you a future you that has potential to produce results far superior to the results that you're currently producing. You and only you can access that potential. What that means is you can get better. You can get better. And as you improve your skill sets, opportunity opens up. And I've been working on my skills since 1988. And I will work on my skills until my last breath. That's the life I choose to live. I choose to live a life of continuous sales improvement. I choose to never retire. Nothing wrong with retiring. I'm going to do sales training and my Bing, Bing company and my new hunger company that I'm getting ready to start. I'm doing those three things until my last breath. I'll probably die listening to a podcast. <laughs> And that's fine. That's how I choose to live my life. If you want to retire, awesome. I don't, I'm not telling you what to do. I, I live my life on my terms. I create what I want. And I focus on it. I think in decades out in the future. And these are all things that anybody could do. I just want you to know you're extraordinary. I believe in you. I'm in your corner. Thank you for joining me today. And thank you for joining me over these, you know, today's day 31 over the last month. So no class tomorrow. We'll be back on Friday for February. We'll do, do the four Fridays. Thank you for joining me. Those of you on Zoom, thanks for being here. We had a great group on Zoom today. Betty, thanks for being here. Bridget, great to have you. Carol, thanks for joining us. Dave, thank you for being here. Hope, great to have you. Layton, I want to acknowledge your consistency, Layton. Great job. Lynn, thank you for being here and your consistency. Michael. Thank you for being here, Michael, and your consistency. Neil, 
Thank you for being here and your consistency. Rich, hey, Rich, good to see you. Sheila, thank you for joining us. Steve, Steve Shaw, you are extraordinary. Thank you for being here. Sue, great to see you, Sue. Todd, great job on your consistency. Thank you for being here. Thank you all for showing up today. I look forward to connecting with you on Friday. If you're going to be back on Friday, have a great day. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.